Vail, Colorado. Everybody, good morning. Thanks for tuning in to our Monday edition of Good Morning Vale. I'm your host out in the field today, Mark Sassy. Gretchen Pleshaw is in the studio. We're going to check in with her in just a little bit, but we are in Beaver Creek today because, thanks to Mother Nature, uh, with over 50 inches of early season snowfall, along with temperatures right now that are in the mid-teens, perfect temperatures for making snow, Beaver Creek has done it right once again. Initially, they were planned to open on Wednesday, the 23rd of this month, the day before Thanksgiving, but because of that snowfall and those temperatures and the snowmaking crew and the grooming crew, they are opening early. They're opening today in about an hour and a half to two hours for the 42nd season when Beaver Creek opened in 1980. Uh, welcome to Beaver Creek, everybody. We love it up here. Vale opened last week. Beaver Creek right on the coattails of Vale. And uh, it's going to be exciting. There's a lot of early season, early morning energy. I'm going to give you a little look around and show you what's happening. Snowmaking up on the hill. Perfect corduroy here first thing this morning. Blue skies. And we've got Beaver Creek employees in uniform really getting ready to make this place happen. Now, this is what's going to be going down uh, for the opening day terrain report. So we're looking at over 200 acres up on the mountain today. The terrain package is going to include top to bottom skiing with more than 200 acres, signature parks, collections, rug buffalo, and hay meadow parks, also as well as gold dust top to bottom from the top of uh, chair number eight right here. Uh, Centennial Lift and Hay Meadow Gondola are going to spin starting at 9 o'clock. Cinch Express which is lift number eight, gets you to the top of the mountain. It's going to start at 9 o'clock until 3.30. And right down here at the base also, during all of this hustle and bustle, coffee, hot chocolate, they're going to have a free DJ spinning music down here. we got people in the lift line already. I just talked to one of the guys. He's like, another season is upon us. The 42nd season. Feels good up here, y'all, if you've never been to Beaver Creek. This is your year to come and check it out because I absolutely love the hospitality, the experience, and it's uh, it's really wonderful up here. Hey, real quick, we're going to check back in with me in just a little bit. i got a lot of information to go over up in Beaver Creek, but let's take it down to the studio. I know Gretchen's kind of anxiously standing by. I bet she wishes she could be up here. Gretchen, now, <laughs> I know you've been to Beaver Creek before. You've been to Vail before. Yes. Gretchen, do you have a preference? Or actually, I'll just ask you this. Are you going to make it up to Beaver Creek today for opening you know, day? What's the plan? Mark, what do you think? Yes and yes, of course. I'm not going to be skiing in my dress, though. I will go home and change, and then I'll be out there to see you. <laughs> and I have to say, I do love Beaver Creek. I live in Edwards, <laughs> so that's right next door to me. <laughs> I'm jealous you're out there. I'm the same way. I love it. What's going to happen with our weather today? 
You know, I think that it's, we're going to get some precipitation. Let's look into that. I'm so jealous you're out there right now, Mark. Hopefully you're having a great one, everyone. Happy, happy Monday to you. Let's check out that local weather. As you can see, 80 and 15 degrees, a high of 39 and sunny. So, yes, it looks quite cold out there where Mark is in Beaver Creek. Can't wait for opening day. But... Hopefully a little bit of sunshine, which I love skiing in the sunshine. Like I said, I will go home and get more appropriately dressed. 15 degrees, 8 a.m. and sunny and noon, 36 sunny, 37 at 4 p.m., 23 degrees and clear, 8 p.m. So beautiful day to get on out there. Hopefully I'll see you up there in Beaver Creek. Cannot wait. Let's take a look at that I-70 corridor. As you can see, Oh, dramatic pause. Eagle, 41 degrees and sunny. Avon, 40 degrees and sunny. Vail, 39 degrees sunny and 48 degrees Denver and sunny. So it is going to be a gorgeous day to get out there and ski it up. We have a little bit of a interesting look today on the <laughs> partly cloudy sunset at 4.47 p.m., a low of 18 degrees. So as you can see, it's definitely going to be a beautiful night out there. Let's take a look at that five-day forecast. Monday, 44, sunny. Tuesday, Wednesday, sunny, 43, 40, and mostly sunny. Thursday, 37, and mostly sunny. And Friday, sunny and gorgeous. So really sunny days ahead. I hope to see everyone up in Beaver Creek today for opening day. Happy opening day to all of you. And thank you to Sun and Ski Sports for all your athletic needs. Keep it right here for more Good Morning Vale. I know we're all super stoked for opening day in Beaver Creek. I hope to see everyone up there today. Our Maddie, <laughs> good morning, Vale, infamous Maddie that we all love, took a look at McCoy Park with all the terrain that is open now. We're so stoked. Let's take a look. Welcome back to the show. I'm so excited because this is such a special segment and we've got Rachel Levitsky from Beaver Creek to join us and take us on a nice little tour around McCoy Park. Absolutely. I'm so glad to be bringing you up to McCoy Park today. 250 acres of new natural terrain. It is beautiful out there. Can't wait to experience it with you. And we're on McCoy Park Express right now making our way up. The sun is out. We're kind of seeing a just crazy amount of weather conditions out here today. A little bit of everything in weather <laughs> and in terrain. You got it all. <laughs> Which is the perfect combination to it get out is. and enjoy the mountains because then you really get to experience everything they have to offer. You sure do. So we're up here on McCoy Park Express now. Accessing McCoy Park is through Larkspur Express, Strawberry Park Express, or Upper, Upper Beaver Creek Mountain Express. Got a mouthful of different opportunities for you to come up and access McCoy Park. Which is incredible and so fun for everyone to come up here. And at the top, Candy Cabin. Oof, Candy Cabin. The <laughs> Swedish fish. The chocolate-covered <laughs> Swedish fish. I am a big fan. I think that maybe on the way out we'll have to stop and check out the Candy Cabin and just take a little peep inside. It could be a reward for experiencing McCoy Park. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, double the rewards here. Getting to go on all the diverse train, just looking out ahead of us, there's so many options for all the littles and those adults that are just learning to ski, which is super fun. Absolutely. We've got 14 greens and three blue new trails out here in McCoy Park. And then there's a little bit of everything in between, too. It's a serene bowl environment, so you can go in between trails a little bit, find some powder stashes. There's something for everyone. You get to choose your own adventure. So fun. 
Well, Rachel, I think that maybe we should stop talking, enjoy our chairlift drive, and then hit the snow. I think that's a great call. Beautiful <laughs> snowfall the past few days. We have some awesome powder in here. We've got some great groomers in here. Come out and enjoy it for yourself. All right, I think that we're going to go, and we're going to take our chairlift drive nice and easy, and then we're going to enjoy what McCoy Park has to offer. Let's do it. So pretty up so here. So pretty. And you can easily see the board too. It's gorgeous. Yeah, how incredible. <sighs> you see this why this is your favorite. We've made our way to the top of one of the lifts here in McCoy Park. And Rachel, we're in such a beautiful spot right now. We are. We're on the back deck of Eaton House right now, which just conjures up this serene and beautiful feeling. It's perfect right now on a cold and sunny day. It's perfect on a snowy day. You've got an inside warming room. And I can't wait for spring skiing back here. I mean, the views from back here are so breathtaking. And you said we had panoramic panoramic views earlier and you meant it because what's behind is so mesmerizing and the trees covered in all this fresh snow it's like a breath of fresh air it truly is it makes you take a deep breath it makes you think about how beautiful this area we are is you know i love just spending time here i think i might move my office out here uh, me too <laughs> let's I'm, do it i'm gonna second that motion they've got wi-fi <laughs> and inside there's a really cool mural that really brings to life exactly what you guys have done with mccoy park in such a way that it's educational mm -hmm. but also it's inspiring it is we worked with the u.s forest service the white river national forest to create this mural inside eden house it's um it's a qr code that you can scan and learn all about the habitats that mccoy park provides mccoy park is a wildlife sanctuary in the summer so it is closed in the summer for elk calving specifically but it's home to so many different types of animals and creatures we're so lucky to have it and we hope you come learn more it is so incredible in the rockies in the summer and so i would imagine that this area is breathtaking and the wildlife lives their best life luckily in this sanctuary that they get and how incredible of Beaver Creek to pull all of that together. Yeah, absolutely. They do live their best life. And so do we. <laughs> and so do we. I know. Look at this view behind us. Our office today is terrible. I know, right? <laughs> oh, can't complain at all. Can't complain at all. I think we should go inside, warm up a little bit, and then take a couple more runs. What Let's do, you think? do it. Love it. so much for all of the fun and showing us everything McCoy Park has to offer. You weren't kidding. There's something for everyone out here. There really is. Come choose your own adventure out here. And thanks for spending the time with me. I love getting out here and I hope you all come and join us too. I think that maybe we should sneak a couple more laps in without <laughs> any 
anyone knowing because the snow is so good and it's in such a beautiful area. Make sure you come up to Beaver Creek and you enjoy all of the diverse terrain that it has to offer and especially up here in McCoy Park because it's the newest expansion and it's incredible. Everybody, welcome back to Good Morning Vale. We're up here live in Beaver Creek for opening day. They're opening two days early. They were supposed to open on Wednesday of this week, but they're opening today on Monday because of uh, lots of natural snowfall and perfect temperatures for snowmaking and the grooming. So over 200 acres available starting right over there at 9 o'clock. Let's get into uh, some details happening. This is our In the Community segment. And today it's going to be about all about in the Beaver Creek community. I want to talk about what's happening up here over the next week, two weeks, and moving into the holiday season. First off, we open today. Secondly, on Wednesday, there was a lot of stuff that was supposed to be happening on Wednesday officially because that was going to be opening day. This Wednesday is going to be the Beaver Creek world's best chocolate chip cookie competition once again they do it once a year they have everybody that anybody that wants to be engaged will submit their recipe with samples and then they'll make it down to the top five finalists those five finalists will take place at the stage around the ice rink in the middle of beaver creek village on wednesday things get going at about one o'clock and then we need the general public to be a part of the judging so when you show up you're going to grab a lanyard you're going to use your cell phone make sure it's charged up make sure you have uh, the qr code in there and then you get to walk around try all the cookies pick your favorite and then out of those top five one will be deemed the best recipe for the year thousand dollars goes to that recipe that chef along with bragging rights for the year a big story the veil daily we'll talk about it on tv8 a bunch too but that's going to be happening this wednesday okay that's the cookie competition now let's shift gears a little bit and talk about uh the tree lighting and what's happening based around the beaver creek tree lighting every year it happens right that usually the day after thanksgiving on that friday it's going to be happening this friday starts at one goes until about six or seven o'clock so celebrating the 41st season of Beaver Creek being open. The tree lighting is spectacular. It's going to kick off with free ice skating at the Black Family Ice Rink right there in the heart of Beaver Creek uh, from about 10 o'clock to 4 o'clock. There's going to be a visit from Santa Claus uh, as he makes a very special visit all the way down here to Beaver Creek for opening day from the North Pole. You don't want to miss that for sure. And then when the evening kind of settles in and things get going for the nighttime, uh, there's going to be a holiday show performed on the stage right next to the uh, ice rink by the Denver Dolls, the Brothers of bass, brass, and showtime on ice. And that's going to take place roughly at about 6.30, so you don't want to be, you want to make sure you get here early to get a good seat for that one. And then the countdown begins for the holiday lighting of the tree and then shooting off of the kickoff to the holiday season, really the kickoff of the season here in Beaver Creek uh, with the fireworks taking place after they light that tree. And then there's going to be a lot of stuff happening in Beaver Creek restaurants open and all the shops opening. So that is the Beaver Creek tree lighting ceremony. And right below the ice rink right in Beaver Creek is the Villar Performing Arts Center, 535 seats in a spectacular auditorium where you can't have find a bad seat in the house. And performances start, they go year-round at the Villar Performing Arts Center. Uh, but what's happening in December 16th through the 18th, the Nutcracker, obviously, once again, brought to you by Vale Friends of Dance. And then uh, December 19th and 20th, 
Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the musical. And then think, things kind of just get rolling from there on out um, for the Villar Performing Arts Center. Performances, music, comedy shows, magical acts, a little bit of everything happens at the Villar Performing Arts Center. If you want to get tickets or see what's coming your way for the season, you want to go to VillarPAC.org to find out more. And the last thing on my list, the big thing on my list right here, if you can see that bird, the bird of prey. That's right. The birds of prey, the Beaver Creek World Cup, the Xfinity birds of prey returning to Beaver Creek once again. They got a positive snow control. Let me rewind real quick. Michaela Schifrin in Levy. The past two days won both of the slalom World Cup opener races for the women. Hats off to Michaela Schifrin. But all the men are going to converge on Beaver Creek, Birds of Prey, Golden Eagle once again, December 2nd through the 4th for two days of downhill, one day of Super G. Friday, December the 2nd uh, at Redtail Stadium, you can get take the buses all the way up there if you want to be a spectator. And there's also going to be a massive live watch party also for the race right in the village. They're going to put a big tent over the ice rink. I'm going to be there announcing all day. Activities, a lot of fun. DJ all done. Ski team, autograph signings, champagne toast, free live music, Santa once again, and fireworks. And then we have another downhill on December the 3rd. You want to go up there to Beaver Creek to the base of Redtail early at 8.30, get Bloody Marys and get a good seat in the house for that race. And then Sunday is the Super G. You can go to uh, bcworldcup.com for more information on... uh, um, once again, the world com- coming back to Beaver Creek. We're so excited about it. But the season is getting going right now, right here in Beaver Creek. We're opening for the 41st season. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to check in with Gretchen, taking a look at that weather before. But first, keep in mind, this is uh, Good Morning Vale on TV8. We'll be right back. Good morning, Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. I'm so jealous of Mark up there at Beaver Creek. I will be up there soon. Let's take a look at that weather for opening day, Beaver Creek. 8 a.m., 15 degrees, a high of 39 and sunny, just the way we like. Well, we like snow as well, but sunny we'll take. Let's see. 15 degrees, 8 a.m., noon, 36 and sunny, 4 p.m., 37 degrees and sunny, and 8 p.m., 23 and clear. So a gorgeous day out there to go ski go take a little bit of a snowy hike. That I-40 or I-40, I-70 corridor, corridor, it's a Monday, what can I say? Eagle, 41 degrees, Vail, 39 degrees, Avon, 40 degrees, and then Denver, 48 degrees and sunny. So gorgeous day out there to get on out there and do some fun activities. A low of 16 degrees, clear sunset at 448. Now I've been getting a lot of text messages from people saying it feels like midnight at five, but I'm not mad about it. I like it. I like sleeping. So it's a good thing. Winds light and variable tonight as well. So a beautiful night. Let's take a look at that five day forecast. Monday, 44 and sunny, beautiful. Tuesday, 43, sunny. Wednesday, mostly cloudy, 40 degrees. Thursday, 37 degrees, mostly sunny. And then Friday, 48 degrees and sunny. So a gorgeous, gorgeous week ahead. I am so excited to get on out there and hit the slopes. We're going to give you a look at the lens of the day. So keep it right here for more Good Morning Vale. 
It's that time of the morning where we're going to take a look at what goggle lens is going to be best for you as you're getting out on the slopes this weekend. Now, we are expecting that high-pressure system to bring us some beautiful sunshine throughout the course of the weekend. So it's important that you protect your eyeballs because the reflection off the snow can be very damaging to them. So right now, I've got the Oakley Flight Deck with the Prism Sage Gold in it. And you can see this lens is absolutely incredible. You can see the entire reflection of the studio right now in the lens. But this is one of those goggle lenses that's going to do a lot for you throughout the course of the day. So if you do see a little bit of cloud coverage roll in, you still will be able to see through this goggle. And the reason for that is all of the Oakley Prism lenses start with that rose-based tint. So when you looked at this goggle lens, you could see that rose color coming through the lens, more of those warmer tones, those like purples and reds. That's going to help you see if it does get a little bit cloudy out there. But with those sage tones, when that sun is out, it will also help you see now, this is a darker lens to protect your eyes as we see more UV rays coming through on these beautiful sunshiny days. So make sure that you go to any of the fabulous eyepiece locations and you get your hands on a pair of these goggles. That way, you're safe out there. You need to be able to see so you can ski and visit. vision is precision out there on the slopes. And these are such a great way to get out there and enjoy. Now, something else that we do want to note about these goggles right here is there's a cutout here in the frame. And if you can see see that right there. That's going to allow you to wear your glasses with them. See how there's that break in the frame? So if you're someone who wears prescription lenses and your prescription lenses are in fact anti-fog coated already, well then you can wear them with these goggles, making it nice and convenient if you're someone who doesn't like to wear contacts. But you can also stop by any of the wonderful eyepieces locations because there are six here in our valley, making it nice and convenient for you. And they can make you custom inserts so you can see, so you can ski even better. We want to thank Eyepieces Avail for bringing you this Lens of the Day report. Like I said, they've got six convenient locations throughout Eagle County, and then they've got one over in Snowmass, so make sure that you go check them out. That way, you can have the best gear on the mountain. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we've got more of the show. I am very excited. I have a new friend named Charlotte Lynn, and she is going to tell us all things. It's very exciting. Your actual title is Sustainability? Sustainability Coordinator, Coordinator. for Town of Avon. And we were talking about this, and the reason I had her say this is we were talking about how much what she does is helping change the world, but a lot of people don't really understand exactly what her t your title means with a sustainability sustainability coordinator. It's a Monday morning. And we were saying that it's so important because people in the field know what you're talking about, but so often people are very interested in what it is you exactly do. How are you doing, Charlotte? Yeah, I'm great. Thank you, Gretchen. It's Good. nice to be here. And she came, she told me earlier, she's not a morning person and you look amazing. And I have to say, I've been bragging about Charlotte all morning because you're such a boss. Like, <laughs> What you're doing is amazing, and I'll let you explain, since we were just saying about the title. It is a little confusing to some people, unless mm -hmm. you're in the field, sustainability coordinator. Um, but also, she does focus as well on anxieties that people have around global um, the global warming. So I'll let you kind mm -hmm. of give us a little bit of a feel of exactly what you do. <laughs> 
Yeah,、um, I always want to try to make this as simple as possible. Yeah. So what I deal with has a lot to do with protecting our environment, and also our human well-being, so that we can all have a sustainable future together. I love that. I don't know. Is that is, is that simple enough? No, I love. No, that completely makes sense because I think、yeah. the words sometimes, like we said, get lost in translation. You're、mm-hmm. like sustainability coordinator. Obviously, most of us know. We have an idea what that means, but、mm-hmm. there's so much more involvement、yeah. that goes into it. Totally. And I know one thing that I was reading. She had an amazing article written about her. I'm just gonna brag about you all morning this week. <laughs> Easy. <laughs>、um, you know, there is so much fear base and anxiety、mm-hmm. around, obviously, and there should be <laughs> global warming. And you really touch base with that. What exactly do you do with that, and how do you kind of、mm-hmm. help people with that? You know. Yeah. So the kind of anxiety that we all feel around this topic has a lot to do with.、Um, The uncertainty that we、yeah. experience with the future, and that's pretty normal when you think about it. We don't know what the future holds, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah,、and、that's anxiety in a nutshell, right? Right. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then when it comes to like all these global,、uh, kind of large scale、uh, threats and、right. things like that and changes, oh, it's very easy to feel like we don't have the power、right. to deal with that. Um, and、uh, then people kind of fall into inaction even more, and it's just not on the individual level, but on the global level as well. So a lot of countries, even though they pledge to do、yeah. this and that, th- these different things,、uh, they kind of fall behind on their promises sometimes, and then the individuals feel even less、right. uh, empowered to do something. So、um, you know that's exactly why people like me exist. I think,、right. yeah. So you know, I would very much encourage you to reach out.、Um, so my email is clin at avon dot org. Clin. Yeah.、Um, so I'm trying to work with our community partners to provide more support around、oh, this、awesome. topic.、Uh, yeah, and it will be a, a, more of a. A program that that we can actually implement soon, but at this point, you know, I would just reach out. I would just encourage you to reach out if you ever feel like、uh, the need to discuss these topics. And I would say, you know, the the best thing to really combat that sort of powerlessness around inaction is to actually just start doing something. I love. Yeah.、It. Well, and so, I think I read a quote that you had said that you yourself felt、mm-hmm. so just powerless. You're、totally. like I'm one person. What、yeah. do I do? And I think that's the beauty of what you're saying is、yeah. it starts with. One person to make it a conglomerate、yeah. whole and be able to get, you know, a community of people together. Totally, and、yeah. it's it's so interesting because I was just processing this through with、uh, another person, and、uh, you know, it's it's.、Uh, Yeah, that processing actually in itself is so so powerful. Right. Yeah.、Um, so find finding like-minded people to talk this、yes. through, and sometimes you might want to maybe talk with people like me who have gone through a, a, a lot of psych- climate psychology training. Yeah. And who also is a、uh, sustainability professional. So cool.、Um, I'm like so what cool. I, <laughs> what I what I discovered through that conversation was that you know, there's this quote that keeps coming up, which is this is pointless. You know, but then there's me saying that sentence coming from like being a climate scientist. You know, actually, I was working in the Canadian Arctic, right? And I was think I was thinking like you know this whole time like I was like so depressed about was doing that job, <laughs> and I was like this is pointless. But then I realized there's other people who are just maybe recycling at home, and they're thinking the exact same sentence. That's you know? so cool. That, I just like that like really. Um, like resonated, resonated. With you,、yeah. I was like, oh my gosh! Like you know, we, because、uh, you know, the truth is, we're all just human beings at the end of the day, right? And we can all experience these things. And so there are these proven 
tested, tried and tested methods that come from the field of psychology that can help all of us overcome these well, things. Well, and I so. love that you said that because that's such a powerful image to think of you in the Ar Arctic mm -hmm. doing this. Like yeah. you're in it, yeah. right? And then you're thinking about someone maybe in Vail even <laughs> at home that's recycling and you're like, oh my gosh, like there's that common thread. Totally. We're both having this anxiety around yeah. the same thing. Exactly. And, yeah. Right? Isn't that so crazy? I love that. <laughs> no, I get it. And we were saying because, you know, I'm very open about anxiety and I know we all as human beings live with anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, it is something though. And I think just yeah. recently I was reading as well. I mean, obviously I'm a little bit older. I'm in my early forties, but just younger people now, because we've mm -hmm. felt, I mean, people have seen that they felt it. Mm -hmm. They know what's happening, mm -hmm. the warmer summers and it's scary. Totally. You know? so it I is think scary. Yeah. What you're saying is so beautiful. It's like, you can make a difference. You need to be that mm -hmm. one person to start the domino effect, mm -hmm. as it were, kind of. Totally, yeah. And I do see a lot of young people yeah. really stepping up and do that, exactly. Uh, that makes me yeah. happy. <laughs> How did you, now you were saying you were in the Arctic, and I know you were in Japan as well. We yeah. talked about that super stuff. I'm very <laughs> envious. I will be there one day. Um, did you just feel, like you were saying, you felt kind of ho helpless and mm -hmm. like you didn't know if you could make a difference? What made you or pushed you yeah. to really get into this yeah, like it's now, so yeah. interesting because I kind of like, you know, following what I was saying earlier, like the best thing to combat that sort of inaction or powerlessness is it's to action. take action. Yeah. And so what I did after I felt that, you know, powerlessness in the Arctic was just I just continue following my passions. Cool. And thankfully, I'm a very multi-passionate person. So I just <laughs> had a lot of things to do regardless. That's the way to be. <laughs> and so I just kept uh, following my passions and pursuing other things. And then... Uh, so kind of long story short, I uh, ended up becoming a professor in Japan, for example, and also a professional photographer, amongst other things. And so all these uh, skill sets that I accumulated over the next 10 years or so, they really came back to me one day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, at that point, I had already actually trained as a career counselor. And so someone asked me this question that they really wanted to contribute to the climate crisis, but then they didn't really have the right background. Oh, you know? interesting. Yeah, and then I was like, oh my God, that's so interesting because yeah. I almost chose not to pursue that right. because I you know, didn't want to at that time. Right. Didn't feel like I could really. Um, but it's not like I couldn't, it, because I actually had the background. And then I did, that question really made me realize that there are so many people out there that may be in the same position where they feel like, oh, I don't know if I can. Which is so interesting, right? Because but the truth like, is everyone that's can. That's what I was just about yeah, to say. Like, exactly. the right background, I'm like, we're all living on Mother Earth. Exactly. Like, we're all here in this yeah. world. Like. And so when you think about society and what kind of jobs constitute this you know, society and how yeah. we operate. And it's like, if we want to make a transition, if we really want to shift into something better, then everything needs to shift. I love that. So, well, and how cool is it that all those things, all your passions mm -hmm. really came together yeah. in one beautiful package that <laughs> yeah, really go together. Yeah. And that was actually when I was in my twenties and going through these changes, yeah. I was just like, Oh my God, how am I ever going to put all these different experiences together. and passions together? And that was legit the hardest question I feel yeah. like I've ever had to answer. And so right now it's just like, wow, it's all coming together. And so, you know, it is a process and it's, it's hard work to figure that out. Right. But yeah, as I was just saying, like, you know, action, just keep going. It's so. very serendipitous too, because I feel like people like you are meant 
to help us in this world. And truly, I mean, this is amazing. And Thank I know, you. of course, I'm like, <laughs> I really mean that. I've been bragging about you all morning. So. <laughs> you walked in and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, Charlotte, what is it that I know that you're helping our community? Mm-hmm. So you said the walking mountains. Are you mm-hmm. helping? Because I love that. Yeah. So that. we work very closely with walking mountains. Okay, cool. um, they actually have uh, they run something called the Climate Action Collaborative, cool. which brings together about 30 or 40 community partners, including all the towns, uh, the local governments and the nonprofits and yeah. schools and things like that. Everybody working together on our uh, common climate action plan, uh, which uh, really uh, lays out all these different goals that we have around climate action. So we are really practicing that community spirit That's with this. So brilliant. And do you go into schools at all? I do, I actually. I say you would be, yeah. I'm, I'm sure all the kids are just like, oh my gosh, I want to be here when I get older. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that. I was actually just at Battle Mountain School last cool. week and also um, Eagle Valley High School the week before. And That's I was talking brilliant. to the kids there who participate in this really interesting career development program. And I was just uh, kind of uh, giving them a a breakdown on environmental careers and, uh, you know, really practicing that sort of line of thinking where, you know, it's not just the scientists, guys, you know, everybody. And this is an exercise where they can really see how different people from walk, different walks of life can practice uh, climate action. Well, and I really yeah. love the photography piece because I mm. feel like a lot of people wouldn't put photography per se <laughs> yeah. with that, you know? And right. like even you saying, hey, I've been a professor, a photographer, <laughs> well, I am, all these things. Yeah. Then young adult or kid, I mean, they're going to totally. be our future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> They can exactly. see all that. Do you see, this is interesting to me, mm-hmm. with the younger generations, do you see them coming up and being more mindful of these things absolutely yeah and i think actually i am constantly impressed by just how smart they are i love that yeah it's very inspiring actually so i I actually you know i love going to schools and talking to kids and i've done it at vms as well and it's just like the maturity and just yeah the breadth of knowledge that they have i think you know partly maybe due to the the digital nature of our communication these days right it's just like kids are so much more aware um it's really amazing well something i've had interesting conversations with some of my friends that have children have you seen the anxiety piece in Mm -hmm. them or do you think this is like almost a good platform where there some anxiety is healthy obviously to show you Absolutely. hey guys if we're not going to do xyz it mm-hmm. is going to be this mm-hmm. do you see the kids being able to kind of deal with that well or is yeah it kind that's of, a really interesting question you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. because th- it's almost like the fact that they're more aware makes them more prone right to the effect of anxiety yeah yeah um and i do hear some people some kids really honest and open to me uh, with the the feeling that they right. just think oh like it's pointless and like they know, like one that, person can't do yeah it, like, like not saying. nothing is going to change or, or whatever but at the same time i also feel like that's just what they're saying to me right <laughs> and, but at the same like they really deep down they they are motivated to do something you know they're just starting their lives is very exciting right. and sometimes I say well yeah if you want to make a difference like doing it through your work is going to be one of the best places because mm-hmm. that's where you're that's where you're going to spend the majority of your life for the next like 40 years right so, yeah, I'm like scary but to actually not. make a huge difference so, right. so I mean, sometimes just like even having someone to remind 
someone else with that possibility, that perspective, I think is really, really, really powerful. Power. Yeah. Where sometimes like, you can just like sort of stew by yourself with these like, negative thoughts. And these negative thoughts, like, you know, kind of what you're saying, it's part of just how we function. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times these thoughts, you know, I like to call them inner critics sometimes as well. Oh, I like They're that. there to yeah. protect you in the first place. Oh. And, uh, but, uh, you know, that's why we have to learn to have conversations with it. Maybe yeah. it's like, hey, you know, I know you're here. Uh, right. For yeah, for, for my protection, it's like a defensive mechanism. Right. And however, this is what I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna go. <laughs> yes. Like, so. I feel like you should add a therapist to mm -hmm. your long list of things that you oh, very, like. You would I be mean, a great therapist. <laughs> yeah, but that that is actually a separate profession, and I have tremendous respect for them. Right. But now, and and you know, thanks for bringing that up because there's now more and more climate aware therapists. Oh, who I didn't realize that. Yeah. Interesting. So okay. so I mean, like when I started. Started, uh, down on this climate change coaching route um, that was when I realized too like oh a lot of people you know especially in the psychology professions they are starting to get more questions about climate in 100%. just their practices yeah and then a lot of them like starts to be like oh actually I don't know how to talk about climate myself so they come to you and actually <laughs> and so, do you coordinate have you talked oh that's some of them but you know there are other my colleagues for example who can do the training for those kind of more specialized professions cool. and so but just uh, allow more and more people to be able to communicate and talk about climate is a really, really good start. So those resources are available. Okay. And uh, yeah, in, uh, once again, if you are curious, and uh, just yeah. get in touch. Yeah. And her, one last time, your email is? Is clynn at avon.org. Well, Very you easy. are amazing, Charlotte. I feel like I, it's such a pleasure and an honor Thank to you. meet you. And it makes me want to get more involved with our environment, truly. And there's so much. Mm -hmm. Just remember, one person, you can really make a change. Totally. Thank you so much, Charlotte. You're yeah. brilliant. Thank and you keep, so much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Keep Rachel. it right here for more Good Morning Vale. You can see that beautiful shot of Beaver Creek. Cannot wait to be there in a couple, well, not a minute. Well, yeah, in a couple of minutes, I'll be there. <laughs> I hope everyone's having so much fun and staying warm out there. Let's take a look at our weather. 8 a.m., 15 degrees, a high of 39 and sunny. So right now, a little cold, but hey, Mark was out there. He was fighting the elements, so hopefully I see everyone out there right now as well. 8 a.m., 15 degrees and sunny. Noon, 36 and sunny. 4 p.m. 37, sunny, and 8 p.m. clear and 23 degrees. So gorgeous day out there. Let's take a look at that I-70 corridor. Ooh. Okay, hold on. Sometimes this clicker is a little crazy. There we go. Eagle, 41 degrees. Vail, 39. Avon, 40 degrees and sunny. And then Denver, 48 degrees and sunny. For some reason, now that all the mountains are open, that seems really warm to me, but it's all good. Low 16 degrees, clear sunset at 448, and winds light and variable tonight. Let's take a look at that five-day forecast. Monday, 44 and sunny. Tuesday, 43 sunny. Wednesday, mostly sunny, 40 degrees. Thursday and Friday, 37 and 48 and sunny. So it's going to be gorgeous weather out there. I cannot wait. Like I said, I'm talking about it all day long. Beaver Creek opening day. We are going to go back and see more of Mark Sassy at Beaver Creek. All right. That sounds great, Gretchen. That's right. Sunshine making its way up and around here. Let me pull my hood off up and around Beaver Creek. Bright blue skies. It's a beautiful start out here for for Beaver Creek's 42nd season 
getting underway in about uh, a little bit more than an hour. As I look over my shoulder, they got the DJ getting ready, getting set up right now. So we'll have music happening up here real soon. Free hot chocolate, free coffee. Um, and you can swing by Vail Mountain Coffee and Tea Roasters right there where the old Starbucks used to be. One level down the escalator. Go say to Chris and Lindsay and the crew. Grab a coffee and one of those new uh, yummy burritos. And we're looking at up on the hill about 220 acres or so from what Rachel Levitsky had to say first thing this morning. Uh, all the way up to the top of Cinch, you can ski through Red Buffalo Park. Make your way all the way down to Gold Dust, all the way down to the bottom. You can ride the Hay Meadow Gondola. You can ride right here, uh, Centennial Lift Number 6. You can also ride Lift Number 8, Cinch Express. Uh, a lot of terrain happening for opening day up here in Beaver Creek. It's kind of exciting. It's nice. It's kind of a calm energy. The lift line's starting to fill in a little bit. I'll give you a look at that right there. You can see people starting to line up, but it's not rowdy up here at Beaver Creek. Like it gets rowdy at Vail and Keystone and all these other places. It's a little more mellow, uh, but people know what's up because Beaver Creek knows how to lay down the corduroy. They know how to tune the trails, pack the snow in with the snow guns and make it spectacular. So we're pretty excited about it to be a part of it. And don't forget on Wednesday, the cookie competition right here at the base of Beaver Creek. And then we have the tree lighting and festivities on Friday. And we have the birds or prey ski races. The Beaver Creek World Cup once again returning to Beaver Creek. Birds or prey December 3rd, 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. I'm going to leave you with a look around, you guys. Thanks for tuning into our morning show. Come on out and play up in Beaver Creek or Vail because the ski season is upon us in Eagle County. And we'll see you tomorrow for more Good Morning Vail.